finger into the coin return. Will already knew it was empty. Then Looper pressed select, and the tiny screen above the terminal lit up. Hey, he said to Will, you still got time here. But Will was surprised. He hadn't thought to try the selector. I was logged on, he nodded at his comm. What did I tell you, Loop? Gogolak stuffed Looper's fries into his mouth. Kid's a genius. Looper flipped channels past cartoons, plug shows, catalogs, freebies, music vids, and finally settled on the war. Johnny America was on patrol. Gervais buy it yet? said Gogolak. Nah. Looper acted like a real fan. He's not going to either. He's getting short. Besides, he's wicked smart. The patrol trotted across a defoliated clearing toward a line of trees. With the sun gleaming off their helmets, they looked to Will like football players running a screen, except that Johnny was carrying a mini-missile instead of a ball. Without warning, Johnny dropped to one knee and brought the launcher to his shoulder. His two rangefinders fanned out smartly and trained their lasers on the far side of the clearing. There was a flash. The jungle exploded. Boom! Looper provided the sound effects. Yeah, you're a barbecue, Pedro. As a sapodilla tree toppled into the clearing, the time on the terminal ran out. Too bad. Gogolak poured salt on the table and smeared a fry in it. I wanted to see the meat. Hey, you scum, that's my dinner. Looper snatched the fry's pouch from Gogolak. You hardly left me any. He shrugged. Didn't want him to get called. Stand-ins. A girl in baggy blue disposables stood at the door and surveyed the booth. Any stand-ins here? she called. It was oldie Warner's granddaughter, Denise, who had been evacuated from Texas and was now staying with him. She was intent and absolutely beautiful. Her accent alone could melt snow. Will had stood in for her before. Looper waved his hand hungrily until she spotted them. Martin just got the monthly ration of toilet paper, she said. They're limiting sales to three per customer. Looks like about a half-hour line. My grandpa will come by at 4.30. How much? said Looper. We want nine rolls. She took a five out of her purse. A quarter for each of you. Will was torn. He could always use a quarter, and he wanted to help her. He wanted her to ask his name. But he didn't want to stand in line for half an hour with these stupid jacks. Gogolak was staring at her breasts. Do I know you? I may be new in town, Sonny. She put the five on the table. But you don't want to rip me off. 4.30. Gogolak let Looper take charge of the money. Will didn't object. Martin's was just next door to the Burger King. The line wasn't bad. Less than two hours long when they got on. There were lots of kids from school standing in, none of them close enough to talk to. Maybe she got tired of using leaves, said Gogolak. Looper chuckled. Who is she? Seth Warner's granddaughter, said Will. Bet she's hot, Gogolak leered. Warner's a jack, said Looper. Pig face oldie still drives a car. Most of the shelves in aisle two were bare. There was a big display of government surplus powdered milk, 
the kind they loaded up with all those proteins and vitamins that tasted like chalk. It had been there for a week, and only three boxes were gone. Then more empty space, then a stack of buckets with no labels. Someone had scrolled corn oil on them, black marker on bare metal. At the end of the aisle was the freezer section, which was mostly jammed with packages of fries. Farther down were microwave dinners for the rich people. They wound past the fries and up aisle three, at the end of which Will could see Mr. Rodnetz, the stock boy, dispensing loose rolls of toilet paper from a big cardboard box. How hard you think it is to get chosen Johnny America? Looper said. I mean, really. What do you mean, really? said Gogolak. You think J.A. is real? People die. They couldn't fake that kind of stuff. Looper's face got red. Y- you watch?